you all. Thank you for tuning in for another episode, number eight of Shattered Glass Slipper. It is Dana, your hostess, creator of Shattered Glass Slipper. I have another week where I feel like I'm on fire. I'm not going to read you. Don't worry. If you remember episode three, I was on fire and I read you. This week, I am on fire because I've been talking to so many people. So many things have happened. And it's like, how do I even make an episode telling you what I want to tell you when I want to tell you so many things? Um, I'm going to start with this, though, because I think this is a funny story. By the way, I'm in Chicago. If you hear anything in the background, because y'all, this isn't perfect. I'm not in a soundproof booth. <laughs> it's children playing basketball in the back alley. So <laughs> just so you know, any screaming, everyone's fine. It's a basketball game. I had two very different sets of feedback this week. One set of feedback about what I'm doing with coaching was that this is amazing. I talked to someone, I coached someone who I haven't spoken to in some time. Some things have happened in her life. I've known her for years. I was actually a little intimidated to coach her because when you're coaching someone, you know, like, whoo, like you have to face that person, right? So I coached her and she had me revved up. And that's part of where I'm like, this is exactly what I am meant to be doing in life because this gives me energy. It doesn't drain my energy. Have you all had that job that like drains your energy or a person that drains your energy? It feels like a drain on you. I get the opposite. I get done coaching. I talk about coaching. Same way I feel about traveling. And I'm like, whoo, mile a minute. Can't talk any faster. Have so many things to say. So many thoughts on it. Don't want to stop talking. Want to wake up in the morning and do it. Don't want to go to bed at night because I don't want to stop doing it. That's how I'm feeling about coaching. Okay. So I am like on a high feeling great about this. And on the flip side, I have someone who listens to me and does a little research on my coach, Brooke, and comes back to call us delusional. <laughs> and then, of course, tells me that it's constructive criticism, that I'm delusional, um, and that my work and the work of my coach is for um, battered, insecure woman, women with deeply embedded problems. And I said, winner, winner, champagne for dinner. Um, you're speaking to a battered, insecure woman with deeply embedded problems. And that's why I got coaching to recover from all of that negativity in my life. And that's what I'm doing every day. Every day I do the work. I'm teaching you how to do the work. I'm doing the work along with you. I'm going to tell you something. This work never ends. This thought work is not going to end. You're going to be running models for the rest of your life. If you don't know what a model is, go back to the last episode and listen. I wanted to share the funny story, though. I never got to it. I realized I started talking. The funny story is about a month ago, I received an email and it was from Brendan Burchard. If you don't know who Brendan is, look him up. B-U-R-C-H-A-R-D. He is the author of High Performance Habits. That's the book that I have from him sitting right here on my bookshelf in front of me. And he is a motivator. He's with personal development. He gets people going. So Brendan sent an email and in the email, he was talking about when he wrote his motivation manifesto and went to get it published, that he actually was questioned by the publisher if he was insane and was on drugs while he wrote that. 
And instead of taking that person's criticism to heart and thinking, oh my gosh, he's calling me delusional. I must not be explaining this well enough and people must not get it and I should probably quit and delete everything. I instead directed my brain back to that memory of what Brendan said. Yeah, he sounded like a madman. And some days I think I sound like a mad woman when I talk because these concepts (laughs) will blow your mind. They will spin your head around because that's exactly what they're doing. They are spinning your mind around to think in a completely opposite way than you've been thinking because how are you going to get new results? By thinking new thoughts. Think about that. What's the definition of crazy? We've all heard this, right? The definition of crazy is repeatedly doing the same thing getting the same results, but expecting different results. Well, guess what? When you think that your thoughts create your feelings, create your actions, create your results, what is the definition of crazy? Thinking the same thoughts and expecting to get different results. So you've got to go in there and you've got to spin your head around and you might feel like you have gone mad (laughs) and other people that know the old you that thought the old thoughts and operated off the old thoughts might think you have lost your mind and you are delusional, but you know on the inside how it feels. You know what you're doing. And so you keep doing it because I am better than I was yesterday, last week, last month, last year. And that is exactly the feedback I gave to the person that said that to me. Thank you. Thank you for your input. And I meant that in sincerity because it got me to think. Thank you for your input. I will ponder that. And what I did is instead of using that as fuel to quit. I use that as fuel to get on here and explain to all of you (laughs) why this works for me, why it may make it sound like I'm delusional when I talk about it. Yeah, we're totally spinning our brain around to quit living in the delusion of negativity and start living in the delusion of positivity and moving forward and not staying stuck and spinning. So uh, with that, that long intro to today's episode, I am going to start us back with something we put in the model, circumstances versus thoughts. I want to make sure everyone understands that before we move on. If you haven't listened about the model, go back, listen to the last episode about the model. Then come back to this episode. We are going to be talking about the difference between the facts and your story about the facts. What are your circumstances, the sea line? What are your thoughts? How do you differentiate between the two of them? Stay tuned. Okay, let's look at the first two lines of the model because this is where I first had an epiphany and first realized I was messing it up. So there are circumstances and there are thoughts. Y'all, I didn't know the difference. I thought I knew the difference. Intellectually, I would have told you I knew the difference. But when it came down to it, I thought my thoughts were the truth were facts, were the circumstances. So I'm going to give you a quick example with three sentences. I would tell the story of he didn't show up on time. He's an asshole. He he doesn't respect me. Man, why was that so hard to get out? It's like (laughs) retelling a painful old story. It didn't want to come out of my mouth. No, but um, anyway, listen, those three sentences. He didn't show up on time. He doesn't respect me. He's an asshole. Which ones of those are facts? Some of you all all may say all three. And there was a period of time where I would have said all three of those are facts. Everyone knows that. If you say you're going to be here at seven and you don't show up at seven, you're a jerk and you don't respect me. 
The truth is, only one of those is a fact. The only fact is that if we did agree that that person showed up at seven, and this is a whole nother story because maybe we didn't actually agree, maybe I assumed that, but if we agreed that someone was going to show up at seven and that person didn't show up at seven, anything else I make that mean about him or me is a thought. It is not a fact. No matter how true it feels, no matter how many girlfriends you can get on the phone agreeing that it's true, he is an asshole, he doesn't respect you, it's not true. It's your thoughts. So when you are doing the model, you have to catch yourself and really examine, is this a fact? Is it neutral? Is it exactly how it happened or exactly what was said or is it what I'm making it mean? Because if it's what you're making it mean, it's now not a fact. It's not a circumstance. It can't go in the circumstance line. It is now a thought. And that thought is what's creating your feeling and creating your actions and creating your results. So you're going to say he didn't show up at seven when he was had agreed to. And then you're going to make it mean that he's a jerk and he doesn't respect you and you're going to feel anger and you are going to yell at him and you are going to send 37 nasty text messages in a row. Not saying I've done that. I may have. And your result is going to be a blow up. Did you respect him when you were yelling at him, calling him nasty names for not showing up on time? See how that loops around there? And the whole thing is only one thing in here is actually what happened. One thing is the fact of the matter that he said he'd be here at seven and at seven on the dot, he was not physically here. Everything else I created, everything else is my story and where my story got me. And if you want to create your fairy tale ending, your happily ever after, you need to be aware that it starts with those thoughts. That's why we do the model. And that's why we have to learn to differentiate between the circumstances, the things that are totally neutral, and the thoughts we have about those circumstances. Take a moment. I want you to tell yourself a short story about your life. Like literally hit pause if you need to, or I'll just remain silent for a moment. Tell yourself a story in three to five lines about something that has happened to you recently Okay, your brain works quick. Were you able to do that? So you just told yourself that story. If you have time to write it down, write it down. Hit pause and write it down. Or if you want to do it in your head, do it in your head. Which sentences in that story were facts and which ones were thoughts? Really break this story down. Take a moment. Which thoughts are in there? in which facts are in there. Separate them out. You got it? Okay, this is what I want to remind you. Look at what you say is a fact. Does that fact have any opinion? Does it have any feeling word attached to it? Good, bad, happy, sad, anything attached to it that makes it so it's not neutral. For example, if you say, my father is a bad father, You think that's a fact. You could probably get 
all of your friends to agree that's a fact. That's not a fact. It has a feeling. It has an opinion in it, an emotion attached to it. How do you know if it's a fact? If there's no emotion attached to it. I have a father. That's a fact. If you have a good or a bad father, that has an emotion attached to it, good or bad, has a feeling attached. That opinion word means it's not a fact. It's going to have to go into the thought line. I want you to sit down this week in your homework. Yep, I'm giving you homework. Shattered glass slipper challenge of the week is I want you to tell your stories that you are telling about your life and about yourself and the people in your life. And I want you to separate out the circumstances, the statements that are fact, and the thoughts. Because the thoughts are going to be what we end up controlling here. The thoughts are what are going to empower or disempower us. Those circumstances are neutral. No matter how those circumstances happen, these thoughts are what are going to create a fairy tale ending or allow us to live in misery. So I really need you to practice this this week. Circumstances versus thoughts. Write it down. If you've got a journal, write it down. Do your little journal entry. Go back through and highlight the circumstances versus the thoughts. What are the facts? Those are the things that are absolutely, even if all your friends would agree with you that it's true, it's got to be neutral. And then your thoughts or anything else about those circumstances. So write your journal entries Tell yourself your stories, figure out which pieces of those stories fit into the C, the circumstance line, and which ones fit into the T. If you want extra help, head over to the website. I will have some more examples up there. You can read the blog post to get a better idea of what I'm looking at, what I'm looking for. But do your homework this week, write in your journal, write it on scrap paper, I prefer it in paper. I feel like I have to have it in writing. I have to show it to you in writing. It'll start to click faster if you see it in writing, and then you can move on to just doing it in your head and realizing, oops, that was a circumstance, and these are my thoughts about it. But for now, write it out. Write your narrative about anything, and then go through that narrative and separate out the circumstances, the facts that are neutral from your thoughts any opinions, any thoughts you're having about those circumstances. There's your homework for this week. Contact me if you have any questions, sxglassslipper at gmail.com. Head to the website, check out the blog post that corresponds to get some more info, some more detail. Look at a few practice circumstance thought models, and we will move on next week further into the model. Thanks for joining me. I got called out. I needed to record a new outro. Y'all, my website is not up and running at the moment. It is back on WordPress, which means that you need to type that into the address. So www.shatteredglassslipper.wordpress.com to get to the blog to see examples. You can also follow me on Instagram, Shattered Glass Slipper. And if you would like to send me any questions, comments, or feedback, you can send them to sx 
glassslipper at gmail.com. Look in the details of the podcast to find all that information. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time.